Hey, 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 We Sound Crazy podcast listeners, it's your boy Claude Kelly. And you know we couldn't let 2020 go out without giving you just a little bit more. And speaking of 2020, what a year it has been. Talk about crazy, life-changing, and unpredictable. But as always, music has been right there to carry us through. So, in a very special end-of-year We Sound Crazy episode, we'd love to share a conversation we had with our boy, gospel artist, Brian Courtney Wilson. Now, it's going to be a good one, but before we get into it, we have to stop, be still, and acknowledge some of the legends, icons, heroes, giants that we lost this year. Now, we've all lost people close to us, friends, family, loved ones, co-workers, and some pretty big people in the entertainment business. Kobe Bryant, Charlie Pride, Little Richard, Regis Philbin, Pop Smoke, Chadwick Boseman, John Lewis, Eddie Van Halen, Andre Harrell, Sean Connery, Alex Trebek, Kenny Rogers, and so many more. And of course, we could not forget gospel legend, Rance Allen. Let's play a little Rance before we get started. Something about the nineties. Something about the nineties. Something about the nineties. It's the sweetest name. Yeah. It is the sweetest name. Sweetest name I know. I know. And I love that name. Oh, how I love the nineties. Is the sweetest name, yeah. Just take a minute and explain to him what you're really I trying know. to say. What you really trying to say. So say some people, some people say I'm crazy, but I can't explain. I can't explain the power, the power that I feel when you call his name. When I call your name. That fire, that fire. Said it's just like fire. Where's it at? Where's it Shut at? Shut up in my mood. Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost gets to moving. Said he won't leave me alone. We're not going to show up. We're not going to show up. Yo, so y'all gospel heads across the room. <laughs> God, that's what we are. We gospel yeah, heads. Gospel heads around. The Get, church boys. I, I, I'm I'm actually real talk. We last week we were blasting, blasting, blasting uh in the sanctuary. Kirk yeah, Hart, just out of the blue. We had church in just in the studio. blasted it for no reason. Wow. But then I realized that I don't really have anything new. Right. That I'm blasting like that. Yeah. So put me on. Come on, Timon. Well, we need to blast. Well, um, you know, I hope I don't come off biased because I get a chance to work with this amazing young lady. But um, Corinne Hawthorne. Mm. Um, oh, yes. A lot of people know her from, won't well, he do it? You know, that record. Yeah. Hi, Corinne. Um, one of many favorites on the record for me is, okay. a, is a record called Speak to Me. And it's, it's Play it for the really dope. It's, it, it knocks in the car, but mm. it's so appropriate for where we are right now. So I'm here. Yeah. Written by John Tay Austin. I the, love John Tay now. The John Tay. The John Tay. Produced by Troy Taylor and Tri Bishop. That's dope. Corinne Hawthorne, speak to me. Nothing feels better than to know you. And nothing's more important than to show you. That nothing comes close to what the vibe is. Nothing's more exciting than the time spent with you. No one 
love me when you love me and you tell me everything is gonna be alright. Yeah, and you mean the world to me. You are my everything, and I never, no, never, never ever wanna know what it's like without you. I wanna wake up to you every day. I think I feel like this forever. As long as we're together, wanna know you each and every way. I promise to be honest when I speak to you. Wanna put you at the top of my list. Wanna walk in like I talk it. Wanna give you everything. Please tell me that you're rocking with this. You know all the ways to speak to me. So that's the new Corinne Hawthorne. You know what that sample is? Um, Let's see how, how much you know about your gospel. <laughs> um, what is it? I can't. I, that's the original. This is the original right here. I don't know this. Chuck, you know this. I know it. Speak to my heart, right? Yeah, Donnie McClurkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I used to play that all the time. Yeah, so I was gonna say about about the um the current record. Like, I just, it made me smile immediately because you can always just hear when when masters have put a song together. Yes, you can. The you way can. the vocals, the way those vocals sound. Yeah. The way they recorded her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the melody and the and, and the production is like. I mean, Troy Taylor is one one of the people that taught me in the beginning, so I I hear all that stuff. But it's, you can hear Jante Troy. Yeah. She's fantastic. More of that. People More. need to go to the masters, please. To that the sounds masters. good. Congratulations go on that one, Philly. And We're excited. Yeah, I'm a download. I'm a download. As soon as I get <laughs> finished with this, I'm a download. I'm a download of Jesus. Also, we uh, new music out from Brian Courtney Wilson. He did a cover. Now, Chuck, I know how you feel about Marvin Gaye. Yeah, People yeah. cover Marvin Gaye songs. I feel the same way. Yeah. But you really got to check this out, man. It's All really, right. I think Brian did this justice. It's the inner city blues. Make me want to holler. Inflation 
What you think, Chuck? Sounds good, man. Sounds really good. I always like his voice. He can really sing. Of course, I like the song, but good job. I like really. it too. Yeah. yeah. Somebody that's Chicago. Smooth. That's yeah. that Chicago. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad you All said that because Brian's on the line holding now. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. No pressure. <laughs> no right. pressure. I'm glad I loved it. Right. <laughs> Hello? Brian. What's going on? It's Phil. Yes, sir. It's Phil. Phil, you over here at the We Sound Crazy podcast, sitting here with Chuck Harmony, Claude Kelly, and Timon Bacon. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. How you brothers doing? We're doing What's great, up? man. What's up, Brian? Good. Thank y'all for taking the time to, to speak with me today. Uh, thank you for thank taking you. the time. We just we just finished listening to your your rendition of Make you, Make Me Want to Holler, and it's so good, man. Smooth. It's over here jamming. Yeah. Y'all dig it? Yeah, yes. I really dig it. I've I'm been digging your voice that. for a while, man. I, I'm a fan of your voice already and your songs, but thank you for putting that new spin on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, that means a lot to hear. Cause I know y'all y'all music cares for sure, so that makes uh that means a lot. Thank you, Brian. What made you want to cover that song? Mm-hmm. Well, it started out we were doing a you know a tribute to Motown because they were celebrating um, I forget what it was. I think it was fifty years yeah. of doing what they were doing, and uh, the Motown Gospel. That's part of the label that I'm on. They wanted to do a tribute, including gospel singers on it. And so yeah. when I did it, you know, I thought we would just be doing that and, and paying tribute to Marvin and, and that um, brilliant contribution to our culture. Uh, but then of late, with everything that's been going on between the quarantine and the racial inequities we've seen in the way people have been treated around the quarantine, and then actually watching George Floyd get murdered. Right. And then when you put that in the context of the countless names that you could put on that list of of people that have been subject to uh, state-sanctioned violence. It felt like the right thing to say, uh, to establish, especially as someone um, with a foot in the gospel community, mm-hmm. and sometimes in this community, in the Christian community, um, you know, you're kind of chided with, you know, stick to spiritual things and don't really talk about politics, you know what I mean? And right. so... Uh, Part of what I wanted to do from a spiritual standpoint is make it real clear that that um, not only do I want to holler, I can. Mm-hmm. It's okay for me to grieve. It's okay for me to lament. Mm. It's okay. It's okay for me to make you uncomfortable with it because of its duration. And when I consider the fact that this song was written um, close to fifty years ago by Marvin in response to things he was seeing um, after the Vietnam War and what he was seeing in his in the communities that he was serving with his music. And it's still relevant today. We didn't have to change the lyric, fellas. We didn't have to change the lyric. Mm-hmm. It's still relevant today. Yeah. I think we have a reason to continue to grieve mm-hmm. and mourn and holler. And if I if I want to add anything to it, um, be heard. If there's yeah. a hope in it, uh, I believe as a Christian, as someone that does gospel music, we don't just holler, but we have a God that hears us. And that's that's prayerfully what people get from the song when I'm singing it. Wow, man, that's good. That's powerful. We sound crazy. Hey, Brian, talk to us about your new radio show and Instagram Live. It's called Breathe Again, right? Yes. Uh, good friend of mine, longtime mentor, 
this has been pushing me on on doing this radio show, you know, and I just, you know, stuff happens, especially when you have made things a priority. It's stuff you want to do, but it's not necessarily stuff you want to take the time to do, you know, like, I don't know, learn how to juggle. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> oh, that would be cool to have as a skill, but I'm not sure I want to take time away right. from the productive things I'm doing. Well, anyway, over time, especially since this uh, quarantine started, it has become more uh, uh, pronounced in my spirit that it's something that I want to do. Namely, um, because, and this is why we called it Breathe Again, I think one of the things we've been confronted with is just how um, fragile the next breath can be. You know, mm. just how our lives here are amidst. Mm. And I don't care uh, the level of money or fame or claim you have, what you've achieved, uh, what people know you for, you're still subject to things that are out of your control. And those things can make you feel anxious. Um, they can literally make it harder for you to breathe, make it make you anxious to the point where you're holding your breath, waiting on for what, waiting on what's next. And what my prayers with the show and and honestly, man, with everything I do moving forward, I make it easier for people to breathe. Man. I make them believe that um, they can breathe again. I make them believe that they have enough in that next breath to help somebody else do the same thing, to look up. Mm. Uh, and that, that's the point of the show. That's the point of the conversations on Thursday. Man, it's a release for me. And I'm prayerfully for the people that tune in. It's a release for them. We sound crazy. You know, Brian, I as as someone who who still loves music the way that I do and somebody who grew up singing, I've always, you know, listened to your voice um for like the last decade or so and I just I've always wondered like who did he study, who did he listen to mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. you know, come into your own and develop the voice that you have cuz I've always thought your voice was so dope. Like who are some of the people that you studied growing up or the people that you look to even now to kind of help work on your chops? Some actively, some passively. So passively for me, it was, I was listening to a lot of the Clarks. You listen yeah. to a lot of Shirley Caesar. Mm -hmm. I listened to a lot of, of the Winans. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say uh, passively at the time, I don't know that I was studying it. It was just, I was inundated with it because it's, it's what came on mm -hmm. gospel radio on Sundays. Like we heard that a lot. And, um, uh, especially the wine is when I think about uh, the question is question is will I ever leave you the answer is no 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 how that used to make me feel when I heard it you know and uh you are the sunshine from the Clark sisters. Mm -hmm. They made me feel a certain way. They made me lean in. I wasn't thinking like, I want to study it. It was more like, I want to keep feeling it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, now, actively, when I got to college, there was a, a young lady I had a crush on. And she told me, you know, you sound a lot like Donnie Hathaway. And, and to that point, I knew the name, but I hadn't really paid attention to the music. But I tell you what, I started listening to his music. And he was one for sure that, oh, man, first of all, I was like gushing once I heard it. And I thought and, and that person said I sounded like them because of how hauntingly beautiful it is to, mm -hmm. to listen to him. Yeah. Um, I, you know, he's we don't call him a gospel artist, 
but to me, he's unmistakably tapped into the divine. Absolutely. You know, when I, when I listen to him and, um, I'm not smart enough to say why that is, but I know that again, he made me feel something and that made me want to study mm. what he was doing. Mm. And so I would, I would listen to a song for you in particular. I've been so many places in my life and time I've sung a lot of songs I've made some bad ones I've acted out my life in stages With 10,000 people watching but we're alone now, and I'm singing the song to you. Man, that song, oh my God, that's a song to me. And just the way he, he gives it, uh, the way he, the arrangement seems to take its time. I was talking about this with another communicator last night about why people rush, uh, and why, like if you see saw Obama in his eulogy to John Lewis, he did not rush. Um, and I think that's tied to certainty. Like, I know what I want to say. I want to make sure you hear it. And I'm okay with um, the uncomfortable in-between while you gather your thoughts around what I just presented. You know? Mm. Like, I don't have to prove that I got something else. This is enough for you to chew on. And I'm, man, I'm, I'm reading so much into what, because I, I haven't talked to Donnie Hathaway. I don't know what he was thinking. I'm just saying, like, that's how, when I try to describe it, how it makes me feel, that's how it feels. Because what you said at the beginning about your reasons for why you uh, read it makes me want to holler and allowing yourself to to be outside of the the comfort zone or the box of just being a, a gospel artist and doing things that, that speak to the time and speak to your heart. Just challenging that some more. Now that you've done that, who are some people or some some musicians or artists that you would have would love to work with that you haven't that might be outside of that comfort zone or that gospel expectation? I'm curious to know. Gospel expectation. I like how you you change that <laughs> um, because I'm I'm actually comfortable riding with anybody that makes me that I feel feel comfortable with. But there is that gospel expectation, and so if there's a discomfort, it's that. Um, and I love the feels on the call too. Um, there are business considerations around all this. There are always there are investments made, expectations around the investments made. And this is beyond the spiritual considerations. Like, you know, can we sell it? And even when you right. think about gospel, man, that wasn't, it starts, we have gospel music because somebody was trying to sell the music. Exactly. They were trying to meet, they were trying to meet a, a need that they identified in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. With that said, Oh, man. Mm -hmm. uh, Surprise us. I would love to, I would love to know who, who you've been dying to work with that people would, would never expect. So I'll, I'll give you one example. I don't have, I don't have any, I don't know what we would do, but every time I've seen her, I'm like, yo, that's dope. She got a certain joy that I did. And that's the, the Shalea. I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. like that. I'm, but every time I've seen her, I've been like, yo, that's, that's a lot of joy right she there. Can sing. And it would be cool if we could find a way to make something work. Mm. But I always allow, like, you can make it work, make it, make it work, or it, it just works. You know mm. what I'm saying? And that's why I'm like, yo, if it just worked, that would be so dope. Mm. If something just worked, you know. 
there's something that I really like that her did. And that was that song, uh, uh, Sometimes It Don't Go Your Way. Sometimes it don't go your way. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes. Sometimes it don't go your way. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta. Yeah. I had a plan. I had it mapped out. I knew where I was going when I left out. Oh, you couldn't tell me that I wouldn't be there on time. I had some guarantees, I had a deadline. But now I know things change for better or worse. You could say that I'm the same, but I ain't just a two all the hurt. Something about her singing it, mm-hmm. and by that I mean, what's she in her twenties? Yeah, yeah. But she's articulating something that a lot of people don't get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Until right. they're thirty or forty, and she's getting it. Like, yo, sometimes you don't go your way. So she would be one for me more than who I want to work with, what I want to be a part of, like what I want to say. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to, I want to say what's what's real and true. Mm. I love that. Even if it's even if it doesn't always fit in the confines of what you can sell in gospel music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And good. I'd like to be able to I'd like to be able to say it without being kicked out on my hind parts from um being able to do gospel music. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I'd like to be able to do that. But I also understand that that's not always a luxury you get. When you get you get free expression, sometimes there are people that um they hate you for it. Yeah. They hate you for it. I've, I've been reading this scripture, man. I invite y'all to look at it just in the context of our times. I think it's Matthew, I'm sorry, Mark 11, 12 through 25. It talks about how Jesus cussed the spirit tree. Mm-hmm. And then he went into the temple and turned over the tables. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves and, and Peter was like, man, you remember that fig tree? You cussed his dead. He's like, man, you can do whatever you want to do if you have faith. But you got to forgive people, too. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. all of these seeming contradictions, the fact that he's willing to go in and turn over the table, he's moved to this point, but you still got to, even when people establish and do things that cause you to want to holler, find a way to to uh, walk in forgiveness and you can see the things you ask for uh, come to fruition. So you can see the mountains that you speak to get moved. Man, that's, that's good. good. That's super that's good. Crazy. Hey, Brian, I still would love to hear you and Yolanda Adams do something together. I remember yeah. a few years ago at the mm-hmm. BB and CC Wine and Tribute that BMI had, I said, those two should do something together mm-hmm. somewhere, somehow. That seems, 
Okay. It seems like it seems so easy to me too, because that's my that's my friend and my big sister. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just we just haven't found a song, and um, you know I guess the mutual expectation from what the exchange would be. I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to put it, like to make it work for both of us. But I don't. Um, I think it's just a matter of time and and uh, will to pulling it together. Yeah, but I agree. I, I look at that performance. Every now and then, I'm like, man, you know what? You did all right that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We sound crazy. Hey, hey, Brian, before you jump, man, I, I want you to talk to us about your work with the uh, Houston's mayor, Sylvester Turner, and this whole Houston Health Equity Response Task Force. That's a mouthful. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, want, I mean, because again, it's really interesting to me because it's focusing on what mental health healing and wellness in the black community, things that we're all here passionate about and we sound crazy, but can you talk to us more about HER is the acronym for that, right? H-E-R? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm going to take you back a little bit just to how I even linked up with them. They heard a great work and loved it. You know, and I think, especially in the context of Hurricane Harvey and, you know, about moving forward, um, they loved the concept of that song. And it gave me enough trust with them over the years to to say, uh, you know, they backed me on these songs that we're putting out. You you've heard one already, and then we have another one coming behind it that they let me present for this round, this uh, town hall. And the best thing I could say about it is when I think about the music and what I'm doing and what I'm trying to say is it's about encouraging people enough to at least have the courage to say, man, I'm, I'm something wrong with me right now and I got to get it fixed. And I love that I live in a, a city that's willing to make a space for people to say, man, something is going on. And then not just make a space for it, provide resources so you can get a roadmap to write, a roadmap to, to wholeness in that regard. In fact, I'm watching my leadership here say, man, I'm going through too. I need some help here, you know? And so uh, I like that. I think we got to do more of that. I think I've talked to pastors that know that as a community, we have to um, we have to be more intentional about normalizing the fact that um, therapy is something that we should have in our tool bag so mm-hmm. we can be our best selves. Yes. And this oh this oh my goodness this guy asked me a question. He said, "Where will we be as a community if we if we did see therapy?" Like 20 years, 30 years ago, if, if therapy was a normal part of our everyday, our lifestyle, wow. how would we be thinking differently now? How would we view all of this differently now? Mm, man. And that was an arresting question to me, like where we could be. But again, this here's my hope. We can fix that today. Mm. We fixing it now because we sound crazy podcast is normalizing the talk around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In fact, sounds like y'all could have called it. We are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work too, right? That would be true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty accurate. Yes. Yeah, no, that's great. And for more information on the Health Equity Response Initiative and Task Force, uh, log on to HoustonTX.gov. Mm. Yes, sir. That's good work, man. Yeah, man. A good, a great work. A great work. A great work. We sound crazy.
me begin and confess I need your healing I made a friend of the fear I have been feeling And I believed the lies it spoke That led me into doubt But I'm calling on your angel armies now Fear is not welcome So 2020 is, is, a, is a pretty difficult year for a lot of people. And so I would like you to suggest a song for the world that will bring them comfort in this time. To answer your question, I think I'm praying this, my new song still is going to be uh, impactful to the time. Mm-hmm. It is a confession that evolves into a declaration. The confession is that um, there are times when anxiety and worry creep up. And, and can cripple forward motion, can cripple my ability to see how to move forward and what to do. Um, but I believe that God is still my help and God is still present and God is still operating in a way that's way beyond my comprehension. And so that um, allows me to be still and know to be still found doing the right thing, even at, like unto the Lord and still believing that God um, is gonna come through in a way that uh, manifests his glory and includes his people. Admittedly, I can be anxious at times as I consider the challenges I have to face. Like when I work to get ahead and still fall behind, I start to wonder if I was meant to win the race. Striving to do things right And when things go wrong Tempted to hide But this time I will be still This time I will be still It's hard for me to keep feeling this way When I consider who is on my side Walking with me every step I need to take On the desperate days and the long dark nights Oh, 24-7, he never sleeps Thank you, Father when I remember, it brings Fans of, of Brian Courtney Wilson at 
we thank sound you, crazy man. podcast. Yeah, yes, man. sir. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, man, next time you're in Nashville, once we get past this whole coronavirus, man, come hang out with us. Come yes. hang out with the boys. I can't man. wait, man. Come it's like Nashville hot chicken on y'all. Yeah, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you so much to our brother, Brian Courtney Wilson. Yes. For joining us, hanging out, man. Thank you so much, man. Much Success, continued success, you, all man. that good stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is a favor to y'all too, man. Love y'all. Y'all be easy. All right, you Thank too, you, bro. We sound crazy. Thanks for checking out this bonus episode of We Sound Crazy. Now, on behalf of myself, Claude Kelly, Chuck Harmony, Phil Thornton, aka Billionaire, and Timon Bacon from Macon, we just want to thank y'all from the bottom of our hearts for laughing with us, listening to us, and rocking with us all year. Shout out to our boy Mike Rue Johnson for making us sound good. Thank you all for spreading the word. Thank you for your herby suggestions. There's so much more to come. Until you hear from us again, let's go out dancing with this Earth, Wind & Fire classic. Till next time.